I just want to 
Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I'm Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Central Church Worldwide, Kingston, North Carolina, USA. And I'd like to welcome you all once again to another edition of Teaching the Word. What sound doctrine is brought to the ears of thousands of God's people all over the world. We just want to thank him this morning. It is God who woke us up. It is God who put food on our table. It is God who put clothes on our backs. We just want to thank him today. We have entered his gates with thanksgiving. We have entered his courts with praise. I just want to thank you, Lord. Bless you, children of God. We want to greet each of you once again in the mighty and the glorious name of Jesus Christ, our soon-coming King. Thank God for the privilege, the honor to be able to worship him one more time in spirit and in truth. It's a privilege, it's an honor to be able to worship the true and living God. Everyone who went to sleep last night did not wake up today. But God has so blessed you and I that we are here once again in Jesus' mighty name. For those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know that we are working on our most recent topic entitled The Conflict Within. The Conflict. Each one of us, as human beings, we have various conflicts that are taking place inside of us, saved, unsaved. There are conflicts that are are going on, Uh, and these conflicts will continue until we have been made perfect as children of God, in Christ Jesus. Since we are still working out our salvation with fear and trembling, we have to deal with conflicts. Should I do it? Should I not do it? Should I go? Should I not go? Should I study? Should I not study? Should I? There are conflicts constantly, constantly waging in us. But the beautiful thing is, child of God, is that God has equipped you and I with his spirit, which empowers us 
to gain the victory over the various conflicts that we find ourselves going through. We looked at capital A in our outline, enemies, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, Romans chapter 7, verse 18, capital B, the deception of the crowds, John 7 and 12, Acts 13, 45, capital C, we looked at self-deception, 1 John 1 and 8, Galatians 6 and 3, and it brings us on down to capital D in our outline, fights and quarrels, fights and quarrels. We're going to take a look at the book of James, chapter 4 and verse 1. James, chapter 4 and verse 1. From the New International Version, our scripture reads, what causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? Once again, James chapter 4, verse 1 from the New International Version. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle Within you, capital D in our outline, fights and quarrels, fights and quarrels. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, we thank you again today for another day. We thank you, Father, for the privilege, the honor to be able to worship you in spirit and in truth. Father, you've been better to us than we have been to ourselves. You've been better to us than we've been to one another, you've been better to us than we have been to you. We thank you today, Father, for being an all-wise, all-seeing, all-knowing God, filled with grace and mercy and compassion. We appreciate you so much today, Father. We give your name all glory, honor, and praise. We trust that you're going to speak a word today that is going to go out in the four corners of the earth that will bless your people that will edify and uplift, strengthen and encourage, that your name, which is above all other names, will be exalted and forever praised. Help someone today, Father, to grow in grace and the greater knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And Father, as you do these things for us, we will be most careful to give your name all glory, all honor, and all the praise. These and all other blessings we ask and count done in Jesus' mighty and glorious name we pray. Let God's people say, Amen. Fights and what? Quarrels. Now, we've been talking about the conflict within. Opposing forces coming against each other. Whether we are saved, whether we are unsaved. There's conflicts that are taking place. We see here in the book of James, the half-brother of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, James has a special insight and a special revelation as to why there are problems even among us as believers. 
Now, children of God, there should not be problems among us as believers, but should be and is can be two totally different what? Things. Should be and is. We should love each other, but that is not always the case. We should support each other, but that is not always the case. We should be sinless and perfect, obedient to the Holy Spirit, but that is not always the case. So we understand that there can be a great difference between what should be and what is. There should not be fights and quarrels among us as believers, but the reality is there is. James had unique insight as to what the problem is and why even we as believers sometimes have problems with each other. Look at what the Bible says. What causes fights and quarrels? Now, I'm going to deal a little bit right there with, with the question what, because it is a very, very important question, you know, and this is something that every children of God needs to be asking on a regular basis when you see things, when you experience things, when you when 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 you need to know what. You need to know what. You know, because everything is not good, everybody is not good, everybody does not have your best interests, or we need to know what. One of the beautiful things about the Holy Spirit is he, he answers the question of what? What are we in this life for? What are you saved for? What are, you spirit, what are your spiritual gifts? What are your talents? What does God want you to give to the work of the Lord? What, 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 what? Many of us as human beings, we have the question, what? The beautiful thing about the Holy Spirit and getting closer to him and sensitizing ourselves to him is he will answer the question of what? What causes fights and quarrels among you? Now, Paul, uh, James is asking a question to the body of Christ. Uh, uh, an organization, an entity that should not have fights and quarrels, but yet James does... James not only acknowledges the reality that we have fights and quarrels, but he gives a spirit, a Holy Spirit filled, a Holy Spirit unctioned reason as to why we have fights and quarrels. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Then he answers the question with a question. Don't they come from your desires that battle? within you your desires this children of God is where we can get in serious trouble with God because there is often a big difference between our desires and God's desires and what can happen to us if we do not bring our desires over to God's desires then what will begin to happen is our desires will begin to fight against God's desires. We're talking about the conflict within. We're talking about fights and quarrels. James says, don't they come from your desires, that battle within you? 
In other words, you want some stuff that God don't want you to have. You want to go someplace that God don't want you to go. You want to keep something that God wants you to give. You want to give something that God wants you to keep. And as long as our desires are in conflict with God's desires, it's going to cause fights and quarrels among us. It's going to cause a disharmony in the body of Christ. You say, Apostle Brian, what is, what is the solution? The solution for you and I, children of God, is for our desires to come on over and match God's desires. The Bible says in the book of Psalms that if you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. That means that you get in, the, get in the habit of loving what God loves and liking what God likes and wanting to do what God wants you to do. And you'll see God reward you bringing your desires or submitting your desires to his desires. He will reward you with the desires of your heart. Because what will end up happening when you match your desires up to God's desires, then what you want will be just what God wants to give you. What you want to do will be just what God wants you to do. Where you want to go will be just where God wants you to go. And your, you and God's desires will stop battling. It's a, it's a terrible, terrible place when our desires are battling the desires of our creator. It's a terrible place. That's, and what God is bringing in my spirit, that's what happened with Jonah. God's desire for Jonah was for him to go to Nineveh. Jonah's desire for himself was to go to Tarshish. And so the, there was a battle between the desires. Now, here's the thing. God's desire will end up winning. That's why it's best for you and I to just come on over and submit ourselves, therefore, unto God. Submit our desires. Submit our will. Submit our thoughts. Submit, submit, submit. You say, Apostle, what are you saying to me today? Submit, submit, submit. Some of you all under the sound of my voice are taking very serious whoopings because you don't want to submit, submit, submit to God. You want to try to keep battling God. Listen to me under the sound of my voice. Battling God is a losing battle all day. Trying to war with God, is a, is a, that's a lost cause. That's a lost cause. James doesn't say you're going to win. He just says what's, what's causing the fights and the quarrels. You got people that are fighting with God, quarreling with God, not wanting to listen to God, not wanting to submit to God. What causes fights and quarrels? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? Watch this. You desire, but do not have. Now, we got to deal with that. You desire but do not have. Well, the remedy for that is desire what God wants for you. Desire what God wants to do for you. Because when you start desiring what God wants for you, then you will have. The reason why these, some individuals don't get what they want is because they want the wrong thing. Or they want it for the wrong reason. Line your desires up with God's desires and you'll start wanting and you'll start having the very thing you'll be wanting, when you line your desires up with God's desires, the very thing you'll be wanting to be the very thing God want to give you. The ministry that you want to be the very ministry God want to give you. The husband or the wife that, 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 that you want to be the very husband or wife that God want to give you. When you line your desires up with what? With God's desire. He says, you desire, but you do not have. So you kill, you covet. 
but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. And this is why you got a lot of people quarreling and fighting today, because what's going on inside of them, they are quarreling and they are fighting with God. And that quarrel and fight with God is now being manifested, with, that's going on inside of them, is now manifested uh, with people on the outside. Bible says that when a man's ways please the Lord, he'll make even his enemies at peace with him. You and I please God. God will fix it up so our enemies will be, be right at peace. But if you're not pleasing God, God will let your enemies get you. God will let bullies get you. God will let uh, pestilence get you. When you don't please God, God going to let something get you. When your ways please God, God will make even your enemies will be at peace with you. Your enemies will be all right. Start doing things like God want them done. Whole lot of folk, whole lot of enemies, whole lot of folk that don't like you. Whole lot, they'll leave you on alone. Then the Bible goes on in the verse two and says, "You do not have because you do not ask God." So we're seeing. You say, Apostle, what are you driving at? We're seeing a number of reasons why many individuals are not receiving what they want from God. God has given us all, James has given us a whole list of reasons why many individuals do not get what they want from God. First of all, individuals, uh, they don't get what they want. You look at verse 2. You desire, but you don't have. All right? So you're not getting what you want. So you're killing, you're covering, and you cannot get what you want. So you quarrel and fight. Now, one of the main reasons why individuals don't get what they want just in that in that verse too is because they're going about trying to get it the wrong way one of the main reasons why a lot of folk don't get what they want they trying to they going about it going about trying to get it the wrong way don't you know if it's the right thing to have there's a right way to get it if there's a right destination there's a right way to travel there's a right way to get there God is not only interested in where you end up, God is interested in how you get there. God wants you and I to end up in the right place, and God wants you and I to travel to get there by the right, right means. You see these individuals here. All of these are, are ways, and you see them, you turn your news on every night, and you'll see individuals trying to get what they want by using a lot of these means. Coveting people stuff. That's why a lot of times you have robberies. You got people killing. A lot of times they want some money or they want something. You, you can't. They, you covet. You kill, but you cannot get what you want. You quarrel. A lot of times people quarreling. People are fighting. Why? They trying to get what they want, but they trying to go about it in the wrong way. You know the Bible says the Lord, the Lord's servant must not must not quarrel. You know. Bible tells us in Philippians to do everything in a new international version without arguing and complaining. For us as children of God to even get in an argument is sin. For us as children of God to even complain is a sin. We are to do everything without arguing and complaining. So we see a number of, a number of wrong ways that people go about trying to do, trying to get what they want, even when they ask. Sometimes you got people that, that are asked, but look at what verse 3 says. When you ask, you do not receive. So even asking God, 
you can still not end up what you with what you want if you don't ask right. If you don't go about getting a thing right, God won't give it to you. If you don't ask right, God won't give it to you. So we got to go about getting things in the right way. We've got to ask in the right way. You say, Apostle, how do we ask in the right way? God says, look, uh, you got to make sure your motives are right. Look at verse 3. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. If your motive is selfishness behind whatever it is that you're asking God for, there's a good chance you're not going to get it. If your motive is selfishness, it, it make your motive more kingdom first and see don't God start blessing you with it. When your motive becomes, how can I be a bigger blessing to the kingdom of God? Watch and see if God don't start giving you more. When God sees that, that you want to do more for the kingdom of God, why wouldn't God want to give you more so that you can be more of a blessing to, to what his business? God's business is the kingdom of God. God's business is the saving of souls and the, the growth of, of his children. That's God's business. Jesus Christ came to the earth to seek and to save that which was lost. You need to understand what God's business is. God came to the earth that men and women that were lost might be saved and that they might grow up in their salvation. That's what God is interested in. Now, you know, as human beings, we be into all kind of different things. We be doing all kind of different things. But that is what that's what's on God's mind. Now, he will use a variety of tools. He will use a variety of methods. He will use a variety of ways to bring that to pass. But what God is interested in is saving souls. And then God is interested in souls growing up to maturity. You've got to understand the mind of God. Now, God will use all kinds of people, all kinds of places, all kinds of things to bring about that end. God's got an end game. Understand that God has put you and I here in this life because he's got an end game. What God wants is he wants you saved more than anything else. God wants you saved more than he wants your tithes. God wants you saved more than he wants your offering. God wants you saved more than he wants you preaching, more than he wants you teaching. God wants you saved more than he wants you to, to, to uh, God wants you saved more than anything else because it is not God's will that any should perish but that all will come to a knowledge of the truth. That's what God wants. He don't want nobody to end up in hell, and he wants everybody to come to the knowledge of the truth. That's why he sent us out as his prophets. He sent us out as his pastors. He sent us out as his bishops. His, his, uh, he sent us out because he, he don't want to have to send you to hell. He don't want to have to send me to hell. So you say, Apostle, what, what is God trying to let us know? It's not about you receiving more from God so you can spend more on your pleasures. It's about you and I receiving more from God so that we can do more of God's pleasure. It's not about you and I receiving more from God so we can spend more on our pleasures, but rather it's about you and I receiving more from God so we can spend more on God's pleasure. So you've got to understand, God's got pleasure too. You and I got pleasure. Oh, we like to go out to dinner. We like to go to the movies. We like a new house. We like a new car. We like new clothes. We like to go take a trip. That, that's our pleasure. But God's got a pleasure, which is the promotion of the kingdom of God. 
God's got a pleasure, which is seeing souls uh, uh, saved. God's got a pleasure, which is seeing individuals grow in grace and the knowledge of their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God's got a pleasure. So God is not giving you for you to spend more on your pleasure. God is giving you and I more so that we can spend more on his pleasure. God wants you saved. God wants you growing. What you're going to find out at the end of the day is that everything else was meaningless. Meaningless, like Solomon said in Ecclesiastes. Meaningless, meaningless. Everything is meaningless. What you and I are going to find out at the end of the day in this thing called life is that everything else, aside from being saved and growing in your salvation, you're going to find out that it's meaningless. Well, and God has given me a parable. Sometimes miners go out and they find a big hunk of something. Got a whole bunch of dirt, a whole bunch of rock, a whole bunch of stuff. And time they finish chipping away and, and cutting away and, and moving, they'll get down to a little diamond or they'll get down to a little hunk of gold or they'll get down, they'll get down to what's precious. And, and Now, they may have pulled uh, 15 pounds worth of stuff up out of the ground. By the time they finish chopping away the nonsense and cutting away the nonsense and cutting away that that is that is basically worthless, they get down to that one piece of gold, that one ounce of gold, or that one carrot, or that one diamond that is valuable. You say, Apostle, what you driving at? What God is interested in doing in your life and my life, child of God, is cutting away all that nonsensical stuff that we got, all that stuff that's worth nothing, and cutting down to what's valuable in what's really valuable in our life, which is ultimately our relationship with our Lord, with our God, through and by a personal relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and growing in Him. All the rest is just like that stuff they cut off from around them, them diamonds, or cut off from around them. Just, just, just nonsense. Just nonsense. Everything else you're gonna find out at the end of the day was just nonsense. Just nonsense. On your physical body, children of God, every one of us got one of two substances, basically. We got lean body tissue and we got adipose body tissue. Lean body tissue for the most part is muscle. Adipose body tissue for the most part is fat. When you see somebody that's got a lot of fat on their body, basically what's happening, they got, and what fat is, it's stored energy. Basically what that person, that's why most times you are, you, people often associate fat people with being lazy. Why? Because normally if you're working real, real hard and you're burning those calories or you're burning that fat, that fat will go away. But if you just eating, 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 and just sitting down somewhere and, 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 and a lot of energy, 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 but you're not burning the energy, you, you end up getting fat. So that's why people be thinking somebody is fat and lazy. Normally, they, a lot of times they go together. It's not always the case, but a lot of times they go together. Because if you will burn that energy, if you will, you will get run or jog or walk or swim or lift some weights or do some cardiovascular, you will burn that fat and you will get down to the lean body tissue or the muscle. Fights and quarrels. Fights and quarrels. Fights and quarrels physically are reflections of fights and quarrels that are taking place spiritually. Always keep in mind, what you see in the physical is always a result of something that's going on in the spiritual. If you can see it happening, 
that's because it's happening in, in, in spiritual realms. You see people that come against the truth, come against the gospel, come against right, righteousness. That's because the demon that is, that is inside of them has also come against the truth, has also come against righteousness, has also come against, come against God. And now they are manifesting what the spirit that has infiltrated them is, 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 uh, is all about. You see people promoting the gospel and pushing for the gospel real strong and pushing for individuals to be saved and pushing for, well, that's what the Holy Spirit is doing in the in spiritual realms. So these individuals are just manifesting what the Holy Spirit is doing in spiritual realms. They manifesting that in physical realms. Everything you do, everything you say, everything you think is a manifestation of what's going on in the spiritual realm. Fights and quarrels. Fights and quarrels among believers is a manifestation of, of us as children of God not listening to the right spirit or not listening to the Holy Spirit. Because when you and I listen to the Holy Spirit, children of God, that we have fellowship one with another. When you and I listen to the Holy Spirit, children of God, we, we are in agreement one with another. When you and I listen to the Holy Spirit, and most importantly, we have agreement with God. Anytime there's fights and quarrels among us, you need to understand that the devil is involved somewhere because the Holy Spirit is not fighting the Holy Spirit. God bless you, saints, and heaven smile on you. Saints, you can reach us through email at thechristensonchurch at gmail.com. Check our website at www.ourchurch.com backslash member backslash t backslash tccc. Feel free to join us on TalkShoe, Spreecast, YouTube, and iTunes at 9 and 6 p.m. daily. On TalkShoe, call 724-444-7444. Enter ID 17959. On Spreecast, type in Robert Bryan on YouTube and the Christian Center Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryan on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our TalkShoe homepage. God bless you and heaven smiling you in Jesus' name. Amen.